0: We're glad you've joined us on Songs of Praise, an hour of musical reflection to encourage your heart.
1: new with
2: My problems, bigger than all my fears, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my questions, bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all the shadows that fall across my path, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my confusions. Bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all the giants of fear and unbelief, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Oh my God is bigger than all my hang-ups, bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my problems, bigger than all my fears, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my questions, bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all the shadows that fall across my path, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my confusions, bigger than anything, God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all the giants of fear and unbelief God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see My God is bigger than all my hang-ups, bigger than anything God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see He's so much bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see
0: We hope you're enjoying Songs of Praise. Here's some more inspirational music.
1: If your blessings come through sky. Bye.
3: Left to suffer on your own. You came for all mankind to bridge the great divide and somehow ended up alone. Because of all the blood and tears you shed, I will never know that. Kind of loneliness Your spirit never leaves me Even when I'm hurting I don't have to bear that burden on my own You carried all the pain And buried all the shame Rugged tree, a righteous throne. Because of you, I'll never walk alone. You came here as a man. I know you understand what it's like to walk these roads. My problems don't compare to that crown you had to wear Still you take them as your own Because of all the blood and tears you shed I will never know that kind of loneliness Your spirit never leaves me Even when I'm hurting I don't have to bear that burden on my own You carried all the pain and Buried all the shame when You made that rugged tree a righteous throne because of you I'll never walk alone You carried all the pain and buried all the shame When you made that rugged tree a righteous of you, I'll never walk alone. Lord, because of you, I'll never walk alone.
1: Show
0: Songs of Praise continues with more inspirational music.
1: the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not his God. the Lord, all my soul.
4: Jesus. May it shine, shine on you. I was walking,
1: walking, walking, walking walking in in the darkness. I did not know which way to go. Jesus, may it shine. night time. Let it shine. Let it shine all day through. Let it shine. Shine for Jesus. May it shine. Shine on you. Let
5: it shine.
4: jesus
3: may it shine
4: may it shine shine on you shine on you A willing man of God Who dares to go against the grain And works without applause A man who'll raise a shield of faith Protecting what is pure Whose love is tough and gentle A man whose word is sure God doesn't need an orator who knows just what to say. He doesn't need authorities to reason him away. He doesn't need an army to guarantee a win. He just needs a few good men. who laugh and love and cry, men who'll face eternity and aren't afraid to die, men who'll fight for freedom and honor once again, he just needs a few. who has the strength to stand up for the truth and the lines are open and he wants you to come in he just needs a few good men men full of compassion who laugh and love and cry men who Eternity and aren't afraid to die. Men who'll fight for freedom and honor once again. He just needs a few good men. Men full of compassion who laugh and love and cry. Men who face eternity and aren't afraid to die. Men who fight for freedom and honor once again. He just needs a few good men. Men full of compassion who laugh and love and cry. Men who'll face eternity and aren't afraid to die. Men who fight for freedom and honor once again. He just needs a few good men. He just needs a few.
0: listening to Songs of Praise. It's our desire to encourage and uplift your thoughts to our loving Creator God.
1: There's a storm on the horizon, and everywhere I turn, it seems as if I've tried them way before.
5: Strength and our striving.
0: Us again, next time on Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio to enjoy more uplifting music.
6: Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. Written in simple, beautiful language, Ministry Healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards.
7: Hello, this is Rosalie, and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Continuing chapter 32, The Child. Parents, should train the appetites of their children and should not permit the use of unwholesome foods. But in the effort to regulate the diet, we should be careful not to err in requiring children to eat that which is distasteful or to eat more than is needed. Children have rights, they have preferences, and when these preferences are reasonable, they should be respected. Regularity in eating should be carefully observed. Nothing should be eaten between meals. No confectionery, nuts, fruits or food of any kind. Irregularities in eating destroy the healthful tone of the digestive organs to the detriment of health and cheerfulness. And when the children come to the table, they do not relish wholesome food. Their appetites crave that which is hurtful to them. Mothers who gratify the desires of their children at the expense of health and happy tempers are sowing seeds of evil that will spring up and bear fruit. Self-indulgence grows with the growth of the little ones, and both mental and physical vigour are sacrificed. Mothers who do this work reap with bitterness the seeds they have sown they see their children grow up unfitted in mind and character to act a noble and useful part in society or in the home the spiritual as well as the mental and physical powers suffer under the influence of unhealthful food the conscience becomes stupefied and the susceptibility to good impressions is impaired While the children should be taught to control the appetite and eat with reference to health, let it be made plain that they are denying themselves only that which would do them harm. They give up hurtful things for something better. Let the table be made inviting and attractive, as it is supplied with the good things which God has so bountifully bestowed. Let mealtime be a cheerful, happy time." As we enjoy the gifts of God, let us respond by grateful praise to the giver. Subheading, the care of children in sickness. In many cases, the sickness of children can be traced to errors in management. Irregularities in eating, insufficient clothing in the chilly evening, lack of vigorous exercise to keep the blood in healthy circulation, or lack of abundance of air for its purification may be the cause of the trouble. Let the parents study to find the causes of the sickness and then remedy the wrong conditions as soon as possible. All parents have it in their power to learn much concerning the care and prevention and even the treatment of disease. Especially ought the mother to know what to do in common cases of illness in her family. She should know how to minister to her sick child. Her love and insight should fit her to perform services for it which could not so well be trusted to a stranger's hand. Subheading, the study of physiology. Parents should early seek to interest their children in the study of physiology and should teach them in simpler principles teach them how best to preserve the physical, mental and spiritual powers and how to use their gifts so that their lives may bring blessing to one another and honour to God. This knowledge is invaluable to the young. An education in the things that concern life and health is more important to them than a knowledge of many of the sciences taught in the schools. Parents should live more for their children and less for society. Study health subjects and put their knowledge to a practical use. Teach your children to reason from cause to effect. Teach them that if they desire health and happiness, they must obey the laws of nature. Though you may not see so rapid improvement as you desire, be not discouraged but patiently and perseveringly continue your work. Teach your children from the cradle to practice self-denial and self-control. Teach them to enjoy the beauties of nature and in useful employments to exercise systematically all the powers of body and mind. Bring them up to have sound constitutions and good morals, to have sunny dispositions and sweet tempers. Impress upon their tender minds... The truth that God does not design that we should live for present gratification merely, but for our ultimate good. Teach them that to yield to temptation is weak and wicked, to resist noble and manly. These lessons will be as seed sown in good soil, and they will bear fruit that will make their hearts glad. Above all things else, Let parents surround their children with an atmosphere of cheerfulness, courtesy and love. A home where love dwells and where it is expressed, in looks, in words and in acts, is a place where angels delight to manifest their presence. Parents, let the sunshine of love, cheerfulness and happy contentment enter your own hearts and let its sweet, cheering influence pervade your home. Manifest a kindly forbearing spirit, and encourage the same in your children, cultivating all the graces that will brighten the home. The atmosphere thus created will be to the children what air and sunshine are to the vegetable world, promoting health and vigour of mind and body. End of chapter 32. Chapter 33. Home Influences. The home should be to the children the most attractive place in the world. The mother's presence should be its greatest attraction. Children have sensitive, loving natures. They are easily pleased and easily unhappy. By gentle discipline in loving words and acts, mothers may bind their children to their hearts. Young children love companionship and can seldom enjoy themselves alone. They yearn for sympathy and tenderness. That which they enjoy, they think, will please mother also. And it is natural for them to go to her with their little joys and sorrows. The mother should not wound their sensitive hearts by treating with indifference. Matters that are trifling to her are of great importance to them. Her sympathy and approval are precious. An approving glance, a word of encouragement or commendation will be like sunshine in their hearts, often making the whole day happy. Instead of sending her children from her, that she may not be annoyed by their noise or troubled by their wants, let the mother plan amusement or light work to employ the active hands and minds. By entering into their feelings and directing their amusements and employments, The mother will gain the confidence of her children and she can, the more effectively, correct wrong habits or check the manifestations of selfishness or passion. A word of caution or reproof spoken at the right time will be of great value. By patient, watchful love, she can turn the minds of her children in the right direction, cultivating in them beautiful and attractive traits of character. Mothers should guard against training their children to be dependent and self-absorbed. Never lead them to think that they are the centre and that everything must revolve around them. Some parents give much time and attention to amusing their children, but children should be trained to amuse themselves, to exercise their own ingenuity and skill. Thus, they will learn to be content with very simple pleasures. They should be taught to bear bravely their disappointments and trials. Instead of calling attention to every trifling pain or hurt, divert their minds, teach them to pass lightly over little annoyances or discomforts. Study to suggest ways by which the children may learn to be thoughtful for others. But let not the children be neglected. Burdened with many cares, mothers sometimes feel that they cannot take time patiently to instruct their little ones and give them love and sympathy. But they should remember that if children do not find in their parents and in their homes that which will satisfy their desire for sympathy and companionship, they will look to other sources where both mind and character may be endangered. For lack of time and thought, many a mother refuses her children some innocent pleasure, while busy fingers and weary eyes are diligently engaged on work designed only for adornment, something that, at best, will serve only to encourage vanity and extravagance in their young hearts. As the children approach manhood and womanhood, their lessons bear fruit in pride and moral worthlessness. The mother grieves over her children's faults but does not realise that the harvest she is reaping is from seed which she herself planted. Some mothers are not uniform in the treatment of their children. At times they indulge them to their injury and again they refuse some innocent gratification that would make the childish heart very happy. In this they do not imitate Christ. He loved the children. He comprehended their feelings and sympathized with them in their pleasures and their trials. To be continued.
6: Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book, The Ministry of Healing, here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio.
8: I'm Marilyn, the two-tip lady who loves to help make your life more simple. Have you ever watched kids at a playground whizzing down the slippery dips, swinging on the ropes, whooping and hollering while having fun? Have you ever felt just a bit jealous? Well, the other day, dear husband simply couldn't resist the urge to swing on the ropes and zoom down the slippery dip, hollering as he went. We often both wonder what it's going to be like when we really grow up. Is it when you're an esteemed science teacher? Is it when your hair's going grey? Is it when your eyesight's not so good? Is it when your knee hurts but you don't whinge about it? Is it when your kids are paddling their own canoes off in their own oceans? Is it when you have ten grandkids? I don't know. I guess we'll know the answer one day, but meanwhile, we're going to keep acting like kids. Well, at least sometimes. So my two tips today are really simple. Here's the first. Do something fun today. Something you're going to feel a bit silly doing. Why? Because in Proverbs 17:22, we're told that a cheerful heart is good medicine. And most medicine has side effects you don't really want to think about. But this is all good medicine, so take it. Ready for tip number two? Here it is. Do something for someone else today. That would be marvellous complementary medicine and you'll feel so good. You'll want to put these two tips into practice every single day. What are they? Tip number one, do something fun today. Tip number two, do something for someone else today. Simple tips? yes. But feeling good after you've done them is simply guaranteed. That's it from the two tip lady who loves to make your life more simple.